We're booked and busy. This week is the readathon. My kids are gonna win. This belt's staying with the champ. Who wants to wear a big belt anyway? Saving lives and helping those in need. You're good doctors. You're fighting for your patients. We're gonna figure this out together. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, January 4th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Jeremy Renner made his first social media post since he was involved in a horrific accident on Sunday morning at his Reno, Nevada home. The Hawkeye actor and mayor of Kingstown star posted a picture on Tuesday from his hospital bed with a short but sweet message writing, quote, Thank you for all your kind words. I'm too messed up now to type, but I send love to you all. While Renner was making that post, Washoe County Police held a press conference to provide more details on the accident in which Renner's personal snowplow ran over him after he helped free a family member who had gotten Renner's personal vehicle stuck in snow near his home. Washoe County Sheriff Darren Balam stressed that Renner was not believed to be impaired in any way and that it was, quote, a tragic accident that occurred on a private road near his home. He said police are currently in possession of the snowplow and are investigating why it began to roll, which is standard procedure. Sheriff Balam added that police do not suspect any foul play. In a statement to EW on Monday, a representative for Renner confirmed that the actor suffered blunt chest trauma and orthopedic injuries and underwent surgery on Monday. Speaking of people on the mend, Al Roker is returning to morning TV following several hospitalizations for blood clot complications at the end of 2022. Today's show co-anchors Savannah Guthrie, Hoda Kotb, and Craig Melvin announced Tuesday that the 68-year-old weather personality will appear on Friday's episode of the long-running program, marking his first time as a regular presenter on the NBC show since late last year. On November 18th, Roker revealed that he was hospitalized for blood clots in his left leg and lungs, which led to his absence from NBC's broadcast of the annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, the first time he didn't appear on the telecast in 27 years. And The View's first live episode of the year was a robust tribute to its late creator, Barbara Walters, who died December 30th at the age of 93. Following a brief introduction and memories of Walters from current panelists Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Behar, Sarah Haynes, Sonny Hostin, and Alyssa Farrah Griffin, the ladies reunited with past co-hosts to share memories of the iconic broadcast journalist who launched The View in 1997. Among them, one of the original panelists, Star Jones, who shared this. Barbara's the one that introduced me to the whole Upper East Side social scene. Everybody, you think being next to her at the table of the view was amazing but the best seat in the house in any social event was next to barbara walters because she could tell you everything about everybody in oh, the room yeah, that's half the time he had either interviewed them done a story on them heard a story about them and she would dish with the best of them the girls yeah, would tell she you would. going so to funny. lunch with bw Baby, you would get all the information. I remember we we were each other's dates because we didn't have the dates to Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones' wedding. And so we just decided we were going to go and be fabulous together. And we ended up at a, at a dinner one night with Prince Albert one night and had a whole conversation about 
the thong song. I will never forget that <laughs> oh as long God. as I live. Barbara Walters and me having a conversation <laughs> about the thong song. So, so funny. everybody knows her as the brilliant, iconic journalist, but Barbara and Joy and Meredith and Debbie and I, we got to dish with this woman yeah. in ways that other people will never, ever appreciate it. She was the best gossiper. She really um, was. She had all the she tea. Really she was. was really the best gossiper. She knew how to tell tales and just drive, just drive the, the point home. I will miss that more than anything because, yeah. girl, if you want to know something, if you wanted to know the tea, Barbara Walters yeah. had that is a great story. The View, by the way, ended the episode with a montage of Walter's most memorable moments from the show, including interviews with Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, and a clip from Walter's final episode on The View panel in 2014, which featured Oprah Winfrey bringing out 25 female journalists to bid farewell to Walters. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Folks, the wind chill is low, but the stakes are high. We're headed to the Windy City for our number three pick today, the return of one Chicago. Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and Chicago PD are all making their return after the winter break, and the teams have action-packed seasons ahead of them. First, on Chicago Med, Nellie and Charles help an elderly patient and her grandson. Will sees a high school swimmer who has a heart problem, and Dr. Lou and Hannah journey into the woods to find a patient's missing pregnant wife. Then, on Chicago Fire, Kit and Carver's lives may be on the line when Detective Prima's case comes to a surprising end. And finally, on Chicago PD, the team is battling to solve a series of home invasion robberies. Here's a preview. Chicago PD, stop! Hit your head, Bucks! police. You're safe now. You're not alone. So let's go back to work. And let's go back to Chicago for the winter premieres of Chicago Med at 8, Chicago Fire at 9, and Chicago PD at 10 on NBC. Number two. Is peace really light years away? Well, it could be for our next pick, the season premiere of Star Wars The Bad Batch. The animated Disney Plus series follows Clone Force 99, an elite group of clone troopers with genetic mutations. In the aftermath of the Clone Wars, these troopers take on mercenary missions and use their unique abilities to fight their enemies. In this new season, the Empire is in shambles after the fall of the Republic. Here's a preview. Five times. I got the package, didn't I? We need a pickup. Hang on. Grab the light. So, this is the top team. The rogue clones on the run from the Empire, huh? Hello. How juicy. The Empire's growing stronger. We should be doing more. You want to really be free? Then pull off this heist and you can have a future. Rumors are more and more clones have been questioning the Order. Then they're traitors like the Jedi. 
You all gave up everything because of me. We made the right choice, Omega. But there are others out there who need our help. What sort of treachery is this? Stay back! seeks to establish peace and order throughout the galaxy. Peace? Peace was never an option. We're soldiers. We do what needs to be done. Move. You know what makes us different? We make our own choices. What do you need, Rex? Any chance I could use you for a mission? As I kind of alluded to a little bit earlier, this series serves as both a sequel to and a spinoff of the series Star Wars The Clone Wars. You can watch the season premiere of Star Wars The Bad Batch, streaming now on Disney+. Plus. It's trivia time! Which of the following was the very first Star Wars animated series? Droids and Ewoks, The Clone Wars, or Rebels? Stick around for that answer and today's number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Class is back in session for our number one pick today, The Return of Abbott Elementary. The hit ABC comedy series took a little hiatus, like a lot of shows for the holidays, and now our favorite Abbott teachers and staff are back, and this time a competition is heating things up. Janine and Melissa's classes go head-to-head in a readathon that's sponsored by a local pizza shop. That might feel a little familiar to some of you out there. And Jacob and Gregory, in an attempt to get the students more involved, are starting a podcasting club. Here's a sneak peek. Yeah, you're going to need a lot more than one card of books to beat my kids. Yes, I'm well aware of that. This is my third trip back from the library this morning. How are you doing that? Well, I didn't want to reveal my secret earlier, but I figured out how to fit two weeks of math lessons into next week, which means this week my kids can devote their time to reading and beating your class. Behold, our reading wonderland. Figured if I come for the queen, then I best not miss. It's going to be such a good episode. By the way, you can also catch the cast on tonight's new episode of Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on ABC at 8, where Janelle James will be playing for The Innocence Project, Cheryl Lee Ralph will be playing for Donors Choose, and Chris Perfetti will be playing for Glisten. And don't change that channel because right after is the new episode of Abbott Elementary at 9 on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> 
trivia. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following was the very first Star Wars animated series? Droids and Ewoks, The Clone Wars, or Rebels? That would be, well, it's two of them actually, Droids and Ewoks. In 1985, Droids, which followed the adventures of C-3PO and R2-D2, and Ewoks, which followed Wicket and other Ewok characters, debuted on ABC. And although they were two separate animated series, they went hand-in-hand and were the first attempt to expand the Star Wars universe past what viewers saw in the original live-action films. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.